And uh, I'm hoping you end up with um, a really good pick. No, dude, I'm hoping you get the worst pick, actually. Oh, wow. You, you really took me the other way with that one. <laughs> <laughs> you didn't even let me, like, settle in. I hope you get a great pick. No, psych. I hope you get the worst pick. <laughs> Welcome back, everyone, to episode 13 of Better If You're Drunk. Uh, I've already blanked. <laughs> it's, been a, uh, it's been a few days since we were last in here uh, with me again, as always, a technical 100 percenter, Jose. Hello, hello. Welcome back, uh, William. The champ is here, Big Willie style. <laughs> Living in the past again because the season's over. Always ah, in the past. And for the third show in a row, not Castro. Ooh. Couldn't make it out tonight. Such a, bu- I, such a busy man. <laughs> busy man, indeed. Uh, I think he's just hoping that we might all forget what just happened to him uh, if he just waits a little while to come back. Nope. I will never forget. I have that cemented in my brain and on spreadsheets. Um, I'm going to constantly <laughs> bring it up for years to come. Mm-hmm. Excel never forgets. <laughs> um, yeah, well, uh, this is a little bit delayed. Um, it's such a weird uh, thing that's happening in the season right now where games are getting bumped and postponed and two, uh, two Monday night football games again and a Tuesday night Cowboys game and uh, waiver wire processes, having to get delayed uh, extra nights and all this stuff. So with the implications as big as they were um, coming out of this week and the fact that um, the playoff picture did not get finalized until late Tuesday night, we thought it best to just um, wait until all the dust had settled rather than speculate. Because we've tried that once before, episode seven or something like that, and we all <laughs> just ended up watching the game <laughs> while it was on. So, yeah. And I think the idea was always to like, you know, maybe Sunday night. Okay, maybe Monday, maybe Monday night. Okay, maybe Tuesday night. But it was just like what you think you knew about the matchups, like going into the day, like how you project, projected like who was going to win or who was going to lose. Like that changed daily too. So mm-hmm. um, that that was pretty crazy. Yeah, and uh, we'll, we'll pretty much just unpack those uh, episodes. I'm sorry, not those episodes, those um, matchups from this past week and uh, – catch up any of the listeners who are not in the league and maybe don't have direct access to who made it and who didn't and uh, fill them in on the uh, drama that uh, that ensued because we all were definitely watching closely on Tuesday night and uh, it really did come down to the fourth quarter. It did. It was good. It was, it was uh, very dramatic. Yeah. We'll get into, uh, we'll get into unpacking all those, but uh, yeah, it's been a few days. How you guys doing? Doing pretty good. Uh, no complaints. Uh, I was I was gonna comment on the the, the dramatic portion of it is, uh, Myra always watches um, like the Bachelor and the Bachelorette <laughs> shows on 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 TV and 
like every season, no matter what season it is, like the host, the main guy is like, oh, and what you won't want to miss, like the most dramatic season ever. <laughs> um, and I just, I felt that uh, for our league. This the, There were the last couple of days. So anytime there was mention of the word dramatic, that's what I thought of in the back of my head. The most dramatic way to like end the regular season. So um, yeah, it's been fun. It was, it was certainly very dramatic. And I, I did like feeling like everyone was, um, uh, engaged and uh obviously paying attention and reactionary I, I felt i felt so out of the loop that's the closest i've ever come to like live tweeting or live following something when somebody sent a text with just a reaction and i i felt like the odd man out because i wasn't by a tv and i'm like what what happened what happened and i'm just having to like try and put context together from the comments people are making and that's when uh justin tucker who never misses kicks uh missed a kick and that was a that was a big deal for yeah. castro at the time yeah, it was a very close one, but of course we'll get into that in a few. Um, I'm doing pretty good, doing pretty good, feeling a little tired today, but feeling good, even though I am technically out of the playoffs. Um, I had a, you know, we'll talk about it here in a minute, had asked Mario yesterday or the day before a uh, toilet bowl question because something came to mind and I was just like, ooh. How do you feel about this? And uh, I'll get your opinion, these in a in a few about that. But uh, can't wait. Yeah, I'm really. I've already come to the realization I'm not making it this year. You have my stupid pick <laughs> just, just now, I'm, <laughs> <laughs> and uh, I'm hoping you end up with um, a really good pick. No, dude, I'm hoping you get the worst pick, actually. Oh, wow. You, you really took me the other way with that one. <laughs> <laughs> you didn't even let me, like, settle in. I hope you get a great pick. No, psych. I hope you get the worst pick. <laughs> Doing good, though. Doing good. Doing good. Uh, man, I'm I'm kind of with you, William. I've, I've just come off of a, a brutal three-day stretch at work where I got ended up getting stuck there later than I... I uh, had planned to all three days, including tonight, to so much to the point where I got home, just kind of lost track of what day it was. And right when I walked in, I, I had completely forgotten we were supposed to do this tonight. Um, <laughs> and I was just so mentally drained. It's like not, it's after nine o'clock already. And like, it's too late to try and take an energy drink or supplement of any kind. So just kind of, just kind of suck it up. And I hope to, talking to you guys would would liven me up a little bit because um, this is I mean this is an important episode this is the finale of uh, recapping the final regular season week and I wanted to have more energy and I feel like I uh, ever since you know the five minutes we've been talking it's it's come up a little bit but I mean before we even got on I was just like grumpy grumbling at my computer because I couldn't get the damn FaceTime <laughs> to, to work with you guys <laughs> I'll trust when we notice. <laughs> but as honestly like Monday Monday was a really really bad day at work and then um I and we haven't talked about it just yet, but I kind of thought Castro had won his matchup running away, and then he sent a message about how Scott's curse worked, and I looked at his situation, and I had been like kicking stuff and like cursing at work. I was alone because I was stuck there so late, and I was really upset that day. And I read Castro's message and look at his scenario, and I just had a really big smile on my face, and my whole mood changed. Like I was super chill after that, just because I got such a good chuckle at uh the situation he was in so castro if nothing else you made my day <laughs> that day <laughs> isaac thought the same thing man i got online with isaac i think it was sunday night and i was just like he thought it was over he's like well i'm happy for my cousin i was like why 
He was like, yeah, because, you know, he's making. And I was like, dude, uh, no, uh, you know, um, I already forgot who he was playing. Um, Greg uh, still has one more person going. and It's Justin Tucker. Let's go ahead and start to uh, unpack those. Unless, Jose, do you have something to add to that? No, please. I was just going to maybe the perfect segue into that is I called it on Friday, so I was not surprised at all. Um, <laughs> but it's, 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 it's fun hearing your guys' reactions to it. Uh, if we had a larger listener base, I would certainly like to build up the drama by, because they knew four teams are trying to get into three spots and I would like to just go one by one and just say this team made it and then this team made it. And then by process of elimination, they'll figure out who's out. But, uh, I think, you know, I think we have 12 listeners and, uh, 10 of them are in the league. So most people already know what happened. So we'll just, we'll start with our, our favorite part. Um, the reason Castro is not here today is because he was, in fact, the odd man out of, of that four-person musical chairs. Between so who was right? Him. You know what? I actually listened. I went back and listened to that podcast today to just kind of – I hadn't listened to it yet, but just kind of refresh on uh, what we had last said. And we were all right. Initially, it was Jose first and then Will and then myself. And then Isaac just judged the shit out of us and said, like, no faith. You guys all bury my cousin. <laughs> and to all of our surprise, he was the one sticking up for him. And mm-hmm. uh, I ended up swapping my pick by the time we were said and done. And I hated I hated listening to myself pick against Castro on the on the I on the podcast because I knew I was gonna take it back later on. It would have been a clean sweep. But some of those statements I you know, if I had had more free time at work or even, you know, gotten home at a decent hour lately, um, I would have liked to go and grab more grab more clips because you guys it was very prophetic. Uh, you guys said exactly what was going to happen, which is that <laughs> Greg, who I'm sure doesn't even know that he won, <laughs> Greg uh, pulled off. I wouldn't even say pulled out. I wouldn't say Greg won it so much as Castro lost it because Greg only scored eighty one. Yeah, yeah, I would agree. A lot had to happen for Castro to lose this one, or like to get knocked out. I mean. For sure. And like I said, we, we thought it was pretty much over. Uh, I don't have the exact number, but um, Castro had a pretty good size lead after all the Sunday games wrapped. And then Monday night came. And the first game was uh, Washington and Pittsburgh, I think. Mm-hmm. And Terry McLaurin was supposed to just add on to Castro's pretty sizable lead. He ends up with only 1.4 points on the day. Uh, two catches, 14 yards. Yeah. Um, when he had a projection of nine. So Castro's numbers took a pretty big hit with that, but he still had a pretty good lead. And then the second game happened, which was uh, Buffalo versus San Francisco. Mm-hmm. And we were all kind of laughing because we actually uh, made reference to the fact that Greg actually made a free agent acquisition last week, which I think he's done like fewer than 10 times all season. Mm-hmm. And it was Cole Beasley. And Cole Beasley in the first half uh i think he had like a hundred and i'm sorry 30? he had a touchdown of like 111 yards or something uh, yeah, like that okay in the first yeah, half it was, it was very yeah there was he had scored a lot of points that's all i remember it was just like what the fuck hall of famer cole beasley <laughs> <laughs> it it really caught me off caught me off guard uh because beasley unexpectedly put up 19 and stefan diggs the, the wide receiver on the same team uh put up 92 yards or 9.2 points of his own uh skyrocketing greg's projection and suddenly um 
after even after Castro's uh, kicker and Bills D gave him 14 more, uh, Greg had closed the gap to seven points. I think he was down by like 6.8 or something like that yep. with one player to go. And that player was Justin Tucker, the kicker for the Ravens, which didn't play until Tuesday night. So I was going to say they, but Greg was already out and I'm sure doesn't even know what happened. So pretty much just Castro had to sleep. I will say that though, because Scott, and Warwick's uh, fate kind of hung in the balance as well, depending on what was going to happen with them. Mm-hmm. So going into it, uh, Will, you had said it. Uh, seven points or more and from Justin Tucker, and Greg was going to win, and Castro was going to be out, and because of everything Warwick and Scott had done, they were going to get the spots by default. Mm-hmm. Uh, you're right. Through the first 10 weeks of the season, I'm sorry, through the first uh, nine weeks of the season, Tucker had no fewer than seven points. He had hit that mark every time. Yeah. But in two of the last three games, he had gone below. He had five, then he had 10, and then he had two. So twice, he actually did score fewer than seven. So it was possible. Mm-hmm. And then the first half comes, I think he gets a pretty early extra point. So he has one. And then uh, they get a chip shot field goal, which anyone who knows Justin Tucker, he's been the most accurate kicker probably in the history of the NFL from under 40 yards, he misses. And this is what I, when I wasn't watching, so the whole thread started blowing up. Uh, and I don't know, were you guys watching that live? Oh, yeah. Uh, I think at that point, I after that, after he had missed, I started watching it uh, because you had, everybody was on that freaking chat, man. And I think on there <laughs> some, somewhere you said, hey, Will, this is your territory. Make a bold prediction on the kicker. It was during the game, uh, I think. Well, I, no, no, no. Well, I said it before. before. I said before? it beforehand. Okay. I gave out the scenarios and said, hey, anyone who wants extra interest tonight, here's here's what's going to happen. If this and this happens, Scott's out. If this and this happens, works out. If this and this happens, <laughs> Castro's out. And uh, Isaac had said, uh, all eyes are on the kicker tonight. And then I said, Will, this is your territory, and you hadn't said anything. And uh, I straight up asked you, how many points is Tucker getting tonight? To which you said, I said nine points. What did he finish with? Nine points. <laughs> you got it exactly right. And what's weird is when you said it, I believed you. Like I took it as the news. I was like, damn, I guess Castro's out because <laughs> Will's probably going to get this shit right. He's always right on the kickers. Yeah. You, you may you may have earned the name the Oracle on the show. Um, <laughs> I know I know I know Castro initially you know claim that for himself but you know he's been absent the last three weeks well you've made some dare i say bold calls the last yeah. couple of weeks um that have the majority of them have you know held up so well done you're welcome i just need that to happen on my team next year um <laughs> uh, so with that oh you know what bugs me is uh i was actually i don't want to give too much away before waivers but i was mm-hmm. doing some player analysis and things like that and I ended up looking at Koo, and he's just had a ridiculous amount of points. He's number one in kickers by far. Well, right. not by far. Jason Sanders is actually really close to him, who uh, Jose has, and he's very well oh, aware of. The Miami kicker? Yeah. Miami yeah. <laughs> so those two guys are running away with it. But Koo is indoors, so he's got less weather to deal with. So he's just a little more consistent, it feels like. And I had I went back, because I knew I had him earlier in the year. And I went back to when I cut him. I added Mason Crosby for a bye week. And then I actually went back to bid on him uh, the week after because I knew I wanted him back. And I bid $2. And I was like, shit, if I like, if I had really, I think he had a rough schedule coming up. So I just wasn't in love with it. Uh-huh. And he hadn't really gone off just yet. 
So I went to look at your bid, what you won with, and you won with $2. We bid the same amount. Oh. you just had a waiver priority over me. So one more dollar, and I would have been out of this sort of kicker situation. Not only that, but with how many more points he's had above replacements, I probably would have had enough to close the gap on Miller and had gotten a first round by this week. So very impactful one dollar not spent by me <laughs> yeah he's uh he's a keeper <laughs> you stay on my keeper no he's Fucking not just kidding i was gonna <laughs> say <laughs> is he not i bet you would no 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 i'm gonna use your first round pick to draft him do it dude i dare you i dare you you won't <laughs> i'll be right. so happy i probably won't um so yeah of course with castro's loss and um we haven't gotten to the other games yet but with the other circumstances i really did this out of order shouldn't gone the other way but we were just so eager to talk about uh castro so i wanted to go back and look at how he got here because he was talking about a first round buy at one point he got upset at me he was in third place where i told me didn't belong he was upset with me for not counting him in the running to try and catch and pass miller and i told him he didn't belong here and he was you know he go he's gonna go back to the kids table at some point i didn't think he'd fall that far down but um looking at it he to end up where he ended up which is seventh place at the end of the year he lost four out of his last five games including two twice to greg oh i love that <laughs> twice to greg which i know digs at him personally because Greg had five wins on the season. So with that two out of five, 40% of Greg's wins <laughs> pretty much were against, against Castro. I, and it cost him, it cost him a shot at the playoffs. Another fun tidbit is that Greg has this year for 2020, Greg has scored his lowest uh, amount of points for in a regular season um, this year. And so the fact that he's, He's had Castro beat twice um, is is also great. Good job, Greg. <laughs> yeah, I'm just curious. Like, man, I, I just seriously, very curious. It was Greg even watching, like, how close this game was? And did he realize, like, what was the on the line? Yeah, yeah, like, it's just, I'm just so curious. Like, do you realize what, what just happened here? And it's just, yeah, my gosh. We're, we're probably not going to see that lineup change throughout the, uh, the toilet bowl. And that's, that's also going to be hilarious. So, Oh shit. Yeah, you're right. Um, he, yeah, he doesn't, he actually does have a first round buy because Castro and I'm sorry, uh, Isaac and Michelle finished lower. So, um, I'm sorry. He doesn't have a first round buy. first round buy in the toilet bowl is, uh, is backwards. You don't, you don't want that. So you're one step t- uh, closer to the, to the flush if you will. So um, Castro, I think, plays you in the first round of the Toilet Bowl next week, William. He does. I saw that. I was like, ooh, how interesting. <laughs> All right. Let's see if he fucks this up. <laughs> uh, yeah, that is a bit of a silver lining for Castro is uh, finishing in seventh place. He is now in the lottery. So, I mean, he had all the depth in the world this year, and it, it bit him because um, – I went and updated the uh, points for efficiency, how efficient you were at picking your best starting lineup. And uh, I won't spoil it, but I'll give you one guess at who's at the bottom. Hmm. <laughs> yeah, so uh, hmm. maybe maybe we'll save that for uh, next 
episode. I, I I don't want to put too much pressure on us, but we sort of teased the idea of doing um, end of season awards, and we're still trying to finalize um, all the categories it would be um, and what would go into uh, picking the winners for those things. But um, that is one of the stats that uh, maybe, maybe a little a little teaser. <laughs> Not all the awards are good awards. Yeah. When it's going to be fun awards. Some will be. But um, yeah, moving on from Castro, that is, uh, unless he loses the toilet bowl, it's probably one of the last times we'll talk about his team for the season. Why don't we go to your matchup, William? Well, real quick, I just got to say, I got to admit, I kind of feel bad for Castro, the way he went out. But uh, still just got to say, you suck, Castro. You suck. <laughs> <laughs> One more time. Pour one out for him. For the fallen. <laughs> it is a it is a rough way. It is, no, I mean it is a rough way to go. He was in third place just three weeks ago, I think. And mm-hmm. to go out like I mean, but he had his opportunities. He had he won some games he shouldn't have won and he lost mm-hmm. a lot. Like these are legitimate losses. It's not like he scored 110 points and just had bad luck. He put up 78 in a win or go home situation. You gotta, you gotta be better. You gotta yeah. do better. I outscored him yeah. again this week. <laughs> <laughs> the guy, the guy him. in 10th place. <laughs> just some bad luck too, man. Mike Evans, Tom Brady, and Gronk all on by. So the replacements, uh, Trey Burton, one point. Um, Terry McLaurin was in the flex 1.4 and Mitch Trubisky at quarterback 13.2. Like if he gets, like if he starts Tom Brady and everything else stays the same, he Brady probably gets at least 15 and you know, we're not having this conversation, but yeah, well, that's what happens when you draft, uh, the whole Tampa Bay team on your, (laughs) your fantasy league. (laughs) Don't do that. Touche lessons learned for next year. Also, the postseason trend continues into 2021 with him matching up to Greg, um, making the playoffs the first four years and missing the, these last two. So um, we'll see what 20 next year 2021 brings. But um, I, I put my money on them matching each other again. So. <laughs> I like that, Castro. The guy's not even paying attention. and He has the same outcome as you. <laughs> All right, we'll leave him alone because uh, at least Jose and I have big implications in the next three weeks, and I don't want any any bad karma. Like I said, I do uh, I do feel, but um, yeah, I, any consolation, you might get another decent draft pick, and still got a lot of talent on his team, so he'll be back. Maybe Jonathan Taylor will be groomed a little bit better, and he needs a new QB. He can't. Uh, Tom Brady's going to be seventy five by the time next season starts. And, <laughs> Um, DeAndre Hopkins and Metcalf, he's pretty set there. McLaurin's still young. James Conner, Chark, C.D. Lamb, like he's still got some young talent. But and I forgot about Odell, and he's been holding on to Joe Mixon for so long. Oh, he's got Joe Burrow. Yeah, he'll be fine. Mm-hmm. He'll be fine. Mm-hmm. And adding another pick, he'll come back stronger next year. But tough break, Castro. Sorry, buddy. Chin up, man. You suck. And on the bright side, you get to you get to root for us now in the playoffs, and you don't have to have your heart torn. Not like this. <laughs> oh, that's a new one I need. Uh, that would have been a good. That would have been a good one. Fair enough. Uh, all right, William. So uh, we sort of buried 
the lead here, but Scott needed to win along with the Castro loss against you, which mm-hmm. he did. Not a blowout. I'm sorry, the final score in the last one, um, Castro 78.8, Greg 81.3, so really, really close game. Mm-hmm. Uh, William, yours ended up being pretty close, 83.18 to 89, so you lost by less than six points, uh, even though you had your starting running back go out of the game pretty much immediately. Yeah, Frank Gore. I was uh, upset. And they were like in the red zone a couple times. I feel like that was Frank Gore territory. You know, it was like very, really close to the goal line. I feel like Frank Gore would have been the guy. Uh, Ty Johnson couldn't uh, do it, I believe. I don't think I saw him score that close. Oh, he did. He did, did. He? he had a okay. Ty Johnson, in fact, had a pretty nice game, which upset Castro even more because we made fun <laughs> of him for grabbing and starting Ty Johnson last week, and he put up one point. But he did it because Frank Gore was still playing. This mm-hmm. week, he dropped Ty Johnson, and there's no way he would have started him because nah. going to that game, Frank Gore was healthy. Nah. Like, no one was going to play him. Mm-hmm. But um, I don't know. Is LaMichael P. Ryan still hurt? Where's that dude? He's Yeah, he's still hurt. He got okay. hurt uh, two weeks ago. Um, okay, so he should have been done number two, but – once Gore went down with a concussion, it was the Ty Johnson show. Uh, I don't have any exact numbers, but I think he finished with like 17, like 100-plus yards and a touchdown. So mm. he had a nice day. Uh, Chris Carson balled out for you again, he did. performing like he a did. true number one. I am a believer ever since the trade you and I did. So I agree. If he had stayed um, healthy, he would have finished the year as probably a top seven running back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Brandon Cooks and uh, Frank Gore both – Got out of the game, I think, pretty very close to the beginning of the game. Uh, and I was very upset. I was like, damn it. They're just both out. They're both not going to score. They're not going to do anything. They're just done. Thankfully, Brandon Cooks got back in and, you know, ended off with 6.5. But, eh, you know, that's that's average. That's okay. Yeah. Taysom Hill actually did pretty well for you, too. A lot of these uh, a lot of these little additions paid off for you. Eric Ebron, who you spent some money on. You started two tight ends, I'm just now realizing. I did. I was going to make a ballsy move and start Des Bryant, but I don't know. Something told me, <laughs> don't start him. I don't know what it was, man. It's just something inside. I was like, don't start Des Bryant. And I want to. Like, this is a really good game to start him. And he ended up getting COVID. And right before the game, they announced it. And they're like, yeah, he's not playing. So that would have sucked. I mean, it wouldn't have made a difference, but yeah. uh, <laughs> I would have been upset literally, about that. Literally right before the game, it was like in warm-ups. And, of course, it was a Tuesday game, so you couldn't have put anybody else in at that point. Right, yeah. And the whole time they were talking about how he's excited and the pass is the pass. He doesn't hold any grudges all over Twitter, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, but, yeah, I started Eric Ebron. I mean, he was there. Zero dollars. Why not? <laughs> <laughs> Um, yeah, I think Isaac commented last week after Justin dropped him, and we'll talk about Justin's drops tight ends here in a moment, uh, <laughs> saying that I'm pretty sure Ebron's coming off 11 targets. Well, 11 targets again this game, uh, seven yep. catches, 68 yards. Not killer, but uh, you'll take that for a tight end. Mm-hmm. And another bright sign as far as like closing off your season, since um, we'll see you in, in the toilet bowl, but we'll uh, we'll send you off as far as next year's optimism. Um Looks like Gasecki might have finally found some rapport with uh, Tua. Tua, yeah. Yep. I'm so happy, man, because it's like, I don't know what it was. Tua just was not seeing what Fitzpatrick was. Fitzpatrick <laughs> loves freaking Gasecki and uh, will throw in the ball. But, 
Yeah, Gusecki ended up with uh, 14.8 points, 9 out of 11 receptions, 88 yards, and a touchdown. Um, so I am excited. Number one tight end mm-hmm. next year. Gusecki's only 25 years old, two-year like, – I, I honestly was thinking this – like maybe I just haven't been paying attention to your team, Will, but I thought this guy was like a 10-year vet by now and like <laughs> that Greg Olson. old. I got rid of that. I got rid of that already. <laughs> oh, maybe, maybe, maybe that's Greg what Olson. I was thinking of. Yeah, because I had Greg Olson for a while. <laughs> That guy's broken, man. He just needs to retire. <laughs> I, I also thought, like, Eric Ebron, um, I thought it was going to be, like, some kind of poetic justice, like, you picking him up um, after, I, I think it was Justin who dropped him. Right. Um, and, you know, last year when we did the expansion draft, he was taken from your team by Scott, and Scott dropped, like, just the way, like, he's been, like, floating and transferring team to team. Like, yeah. I was like, man, Will picked him up. He's going to start him. He's it, Like, he's going to pop off, and that's going to be what takes Will. Like, I mean, I don't know what the implications would have been had you won, Scott lost, and, and mm-hmm. how everything would have fell in line, but... I was expecting a big game from Ebron. Just, just so you could say, like, I knew it. Like, I knew it. He's back home finally. <laughs> I was. Uh, I wanted something like that to happen just because of um, Justin's like history of dropping tight ends and then somebody picking them up and they're going off like being the tight end. <laughs> so I was like, maybe uh, he'll. Wor- I work my little magic with uh, his magic on there. And but I mean, regardless, like Eric Ebron, he's still young. Uh, Eleven receptions. You can't ask for more. From a tight end, so yeah. uh, eleven targets, nine, targets. nine receptions, yes, nine yes, out of eleven. Yes. Yeah, you'll take that. You'll take that every time. Uh, Eighty-eight yards and a touchdown for fourteen point eight points for him. Uh, Taysom Hill, sneaky, sneaky little starter. Uh, his time is probably going to come to an end after next week. Maybe you can get one more use out of him before uh, before Breeze <laughs> finds his way back onto the field. And your backup right now is. Oh, dude, it's Gardner Minshew. You're going to need another quarterback if you're not going to get <laughs> flushed in the. What's so funny <laughs> that spit take? <laughs> What's so funny that, bro? You laughing at my team? My team? Okay. He dude. says continue. We'll let him. We'll let him oh, my God. <laughs> I, I thought you had someone else, like another name. Like, I knew you had Minshew, but I thought you had, like, another one. Um, Drew Brees? I don't know. He does. He does have Brees. I see that now. I see that now. Okay. okay. Fuckers. Yeah, dude, I was, I was worried for you, William. Like, you're going to lose Why? Taysom Hill soon, and you're going to go down the toilet bowl. Well, which, so uh, that, let me bring that up real quick. I, so I asked right. Mario these. I said, hey, is there – like what is the what is the rule as far as like what if I lose whatever win the toilet bowl, like I just totally just tank it. The ball that we're supposed to lose, does that fall to Mario since that's my pick? Or does that fall to me? Because you you know what I'm saying? Because Mario has my pick. Yeah. So I could totally just just lose all the rest of the games and fucking win the toilet bowl and Mario loses a ball. Technically, I, I, I mean, I guess you could. I would still go along the lines of like, you know, have a s- starting roster. Like, I wouldn't, like, I wouldn't want anyone just to take out their players and 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 um, you know, not not having starting roster just because they want to lose. But <laughs> I don't, I don't know. What are you thinking, Mario? <laughs> I, I mean, I know this affects you, but <laughs> my mind, and it's hard to stay objective. Your commissioner hat, yeah, job. yeah. Um, <laughs> My head objectively immediately went to it's your pick and I'm sorry, like his pick is the one that's on the line. And if I have his pick, all the consequences follow. So 
if he loses or he loses all the way through the toilet bowl and he loses a ball out of the lottery when we pick it, well, then that pick is still his pick. And then when it comes out, it's mine. Like the penalty still applies was my first thought. But then he talked about tanking. And this is sort of what we've run into this season with uh, what Mm -hmm. Michelle was doing with her team in the regular season. I'm thinking, well, if I'm a third party here and I'm watching Will tank uh, for uh, a pick that Justin has, and Justin's like, hey, this guy's putting in people I've never heard of just because he wants to lose and hurt the odds. I'm like, okay, well, maybe we should have something in place for that. And then it occurred to me later on today, well, his his pick is only I, his pick is only mine for the first round. He's still going to have that order for the second, third, and fourth round. So you might be costing yourself a spot or two later on down the line because yep. let's say you get pick three um, in the first round. Well, you're also going to have pick three in the second round, but if you're taking your percentages down, that pick might fall to five. Well, now you're pick five in the second round and that one you do actually have. Yep. Mm-hmm. So sure. I don't yeah. know if that's enough deterrent to, to keep people from trying to lose um, down the toilet bowl. <laughs> I feel like it could be or should be if it's not, well, then maybe something happens where if they end up losing it, like this, the penalty goes away. But I, you know, I don't really know. It's uh, something that needs to be workshopped a little bit, I think. Yeah, I think that's probably a larger discussion um, for the offseason or, or certainly before we do the, um, you know, the lottery, the ball system and all that. Um, but yeah, I, I, I would think that would be enough. But at the same time, I mean, we have people who trade trade out their first second rounds and maybe they don't have a pick till the third so at that point mm-hmm. in the third it's like well what you know whoever whoever lands to me at the you know fifth through seventh pick or whatever it is like you know they're fine with so yeah that slippery slope but i think uh it's a larger discussion yeah i was gonna say i don't i'm just playing devil's advocate here like i don't think i'm gonna do that i just it's something that came to mind and was like Hey, I could be in an interesting position here and fuck Mario thinking he's trying to fuck me. <laughs> um, so the way it is right now today, like if we were doing the lottery right now and then uh, <laughs> uh I just I'm sorry, uh oh he has headphones on. Uh Jose's wife crept in behind his thing and I just had flashbacks to all those Zoom meetings where somebody's in a suit and then their kids run into the room and some babysitters like on the floor trying to like crawl down and pull them out of the room. That's exactly what I thought of when I saw her in the background. Just, I knew she was coming in, but yeah. <laughs> well, I don't, did you, she crept in like a raptor, like she had her hands up like to the side and like crouched that down. That makes you extra sneaky. Um. <laughs> <laughs> uh, anyway. Yeah, if if the lottery were to happen right now today um, and the toilet bowl were resolved, which we should probably get into before this week, I would think, yeah, the penalty applies to your picks for all rounds, uh, whether or not you have the rights to it. Um, So I would hope, like I said, that knowing that your pick would be delayed a few spots. Cause I mean, how many times have we drafted and the person you want is taking one pick in front of you. So I think it matters yeah. and I would hope it is. And if we do get somebody who, I don't know, I'm trying to think of the character of everybody we have. Uh, if we do get somebody who decides to, you know, start a Devin Duvernay or Ito Smith as their primary players, well then I think it needs to be uh, revisited. Sure. Yeah, I think it's something definitely that we can talk in the offseason to figure out. Um, so it doesn't happen, I guess, again this year, uh, where you have to start a lineup. And then I guess mm-hmm. from there, 
um, we can figure that out. Yeah. Sure. Or, or maybe you just, uh, you think about who you're in business with and whether or not you want to take their first round picks. Maybe dude. I, like I said, I don't know, man. <laughs> uh, I, yeah. I mean, that could be a thing too, where someone just has a memory about it and you know, maybe you just made yourself an enemy for the foreseeable future. Yeah. As, far as uh, trades go. Mm-hmm. Oh, I don't know. I feel like some deterrents are built in, but we'll, we'll see. We'll see if anyone tries to push the rules and then, uh, you know, maybe we have one less owner than we have a replacement to go in. Yeah, no kidding. <laughs> I'm really good at helping you guys create rules, so I just wanted to make sure I help you That's guys true. create, create another were, rule. If I ever design a video game, you're going to be the one to test it for sure. <laughs> Let me, yep, there we go. I found a way. <laughs> uh, but yeah, Will, with your loss and with Greg's win over... Um, over Castro, you actually fell all the way to 10th place, meaning you yes. have the third best odds of, right now anyways, you have the third best odds of getting uh, that coveted number one pick. So well, good job. Good job. You, Way to take care of me. You have that. <laughs> so <laughs> Warwick you is might... going to the playoffs and uh, I have his pick. So yeah. <laughs> 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 you eh. <laughs> well, you can hope Warwick loses in the first round because if he does, technically he would still get one ball in the lottery, so you wouldn't be dead. Okay, okay. Yeah. That's something to look forward to. Yep, yep. Um on the other side of this whole thing, sorry Scott if you were eagerly awaiting. Um <laughs> yeah, kind of kind of surprised Scott had a pretty bad outing. Again, the score was not terribly high, 83 to 89 in favor of Scott, but Matt Ryan gave him 12.9. Mm-hmm. Damian Harris gave him 9.5. Ken and Drake, 11. So nobody really crushed. Uh, Allen Robinson, Robert Woods, 7.5, 8.5. His tight end had five. The really big difference maker of all players was his 23 from David Montgomery. 72 yards rushing, two touchdowns, and another 40 yards receiving. That guy pretty yeah. much single-handedly put him over the top. Those are running back one numbers, and David Montgomery did finish first among all running backs in week 13. So, uh, like I said, he heard the podcast. He wanted to show up <laughs> for Scott and show up, and in, in, uh, he did. Congrats, yeah. Scott. Yeah, it didn't help that my defense put up negative two points. <laughs> Fucking Titans. <laughs> that that certainly did hurt you. And uh, for the record, currently David Montgomery is still running back fourteen on the season. So I don't. I still think Scott technically does not have a number one, which makes his playoff appearance first playoff appearance by an expansion team. By the way. Oh okay. Ooh-hoo. Yeah. Uh, first playoff appearance, all that much more impressive. And I am happy. David Montgomery was starting to look like a bust. He was uh, drafted number two overall last year by Scott. Um, sandwiched by Josh Jacobs in front of him and Miles Sanders by uh, from me behind him. And he just had not looked as good as either of those two at their best. And his season had been pretty mediocre. He had a good floor. He'll get you six to eight points every week, but he just wasn't scoring. And now in back-to-back weeks, 20.3 and 23.1. And looking at his schedule for the rest of the season, all of his opponents are bright green, meaning they do not have good run defenses. So he could possibly go on a little tear here at the end of the year. As long as he stays healthy. Well, why would you say that? I don't know. I just have a feeling he's going to get hurt next week. Oh, <laughs> You heard it here first. <laughs> the Oracle. The Oracle called it. Something's telling me, dude. I don't know. 
you're get gonna, ready. You're going to get a fuck Will uh, message from, from, from Scott here in the next 24 hours. Way to go. This will be a test to see if Scott listens. We're just going to say fuck Will. Just put it in there if you're listening. Fuck Will. <laughs> Yeah, um, yeah, he did only win by six, largely on the back of Montgomery. And sure, Will, your negative two from your defense uh, didn't help because if you had started a defense that had given you four or five, even you would have gotten the win, which I guess would have hurt my odds at the at the lottery or um, would have knocked Scott out of the playoffs. And you know who else is upset you didn't do that is Castro. Oh, well, there you go. You go fuck off, Castro. Good job, Scott. <laughs> All right. Well, congratulations to Scott. First playoff appearance, and he did it in two years. Year number two. I, uh, like I said, I'm I'm happy about that. We we're definitely new to expanding and didn't know what the sliding scale would look like, and I didn't want to have two teams that were going to be in the bottom, you know, three or four every year. So the fact that he made it and Justin was within one game of making it, um, very very happy for those guys. Absolutely. Congrats. Well, let's move on to the other expansion team and our other uh, playoff team finalist. Mm -hmm. It was Warwick v. Justin in a pretty dramatic game, I would say, this week. Last episode, uh, I ended up taking picking Warwick, I think most of us did, um, because Justin's strength, as we mentioned, is his uh, running backs. Josh Jacobs ruled out Mm -hmm. zero points. Clyde Edwards Elaire ruled ruled uh, active before the game, but given zero snaps in the game. So zero points. Antonio Gibson, his number three, going against a tough Steelers defense, so he didn't have a good matchup. First quarter, turf toe, two carries for 14 yards. Those three running backs combined is the the center, the nucleus of his team and how he was getting wins combined for 1.4 points between them. Now, Jacobs didn't start, but the other two did. Yeah, that that's so unfortunate um, for, you know, for us fantasy owners out there. And I don't know who it was, but I saw a tweet floating around that was like, you know, Andy Reid doesn't care about your fantasy football team because like <laughs> Edward Zelaire was, was active going into the game and just sat on the sidelines, you know, helmet on, everything, just did not get a snap. So super unfortunate, um, kind of makes you wonder, you know, you know, if he would have, you know, beat Warwick in this, in this scenario, which I, 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 I don't doubt that he he would have, um, but it's just it just sucks to occur week thirteen when you really need that win. Yeah. So terrible way to go. And out. again, Justin was just playing spoiler, and honestly, uh, I wish I would have looked at it beforehand. I'm pretty sure Warwick had more points than Castro too. So uh, uh, yeah, I think it was slim, yeah. but you're right. I think you're right. Scott and Warwick both had more points than Castro, so even if. Uh, even if uh, Justin had pulled out the win, uh, Warwick still would have made it. Yeah, so Castro doomed himself as soon as he lost. <laughs> that was a cost there. So they were pretty much just playing for pride. Although when it looked like Castro could still win with that whole Justin Tucker thing, this this matchup uh, mattered a lot. Uh, on Warwick's side... Um, I, I noted this down after going through his lineup. Warwick had six of nine starters who scored five points or less. This week? Yep. Wow. This week. He finished with 91. And why did he finish with 91? <laughs> Darren Waller. 
Mm-hmm. Formerly of Justin's team, Darren Waller, 13 catches, 200 yards, two touchdowns, 32 fantasy points. His best day, uh, not just this season, his best day of his career. Coming into the game, his highest point total was 16. If he had 27 points or less, Warwick would have lost. Damn. There goes that man. Good job, (laughs) Justin. (laughs) So, Justin, who's been playing tight end roulette and just has a curse. I mean, so with that trend, Eric Ebron, William, maybe you have some high hopes next year. Dude, that's the only reason why I picked him up. (laughs) (laughs) Because Justin is the good luck chuck of tight ends. Yeah, and he was also free. Zero dollars. Okay. Okay, we know you're happy about your sale. Yeah, yeah. Well, you had your chance. <laughs> I didn't want him. Too many tight ends. Okay, okay. Had uh, had Caster been on this episode, he probably would have. He probably would have shouted Pat Mahomes whenever you did the long pause for for the dramatic effect effect there, just to throw it and rub it in Will's face. <laughs> <laughs> Pat Mahomes was one of the other three starters that scored more than five points, but he had nineteen, a pretty modest game for Mahomes. Uh, Daryl Henderson, the other one. Daryl Henderson had three carries for 49 yards and two catches for 25 yards. One of those three carries was a touchdown. So, man, work out really lucky there. I just now caught that. Daryl Henderson only touched the ball five times, and he had 13 points. God bless. Jeez. I mean, again, the win didn't matter because Castro lost, but it would have made it would have made the Justin Tucker thing all that much more dramatic. Um I did want to mention, sorry, Jose, going back to uh, Justin. His running backs did not show up, but his pass catchers did. One in particular, his midseason pickup was Corey Davis, 11 catches, 182 <laughs> yards, and a touchdown. Corey Davis uh, <laughs> currently worry about ranked, it. ranked wide receiver 22 on the season Definitely the best season of his career so far. This is his fourth year in the league. Jose, I know you drafted him number two overall in the Christian McCaffrey, Kareem Hunt, Dalvin Cook year. Held on to him, and he Devontae Parkered you. Now, he's not a wide receiver one right now, but certainly more of what you would have expected when he came out. Yeah, no, he's. Uh, I think he's always going to be the one that got away. Um, I, I should have held on to him, but I, I feel like I just needed to cut bait there. Um, at this point, you know, again, he, he's the one that got away, but he's old news. Uh, I got my new new <laughs> hotness right now in Devontae Adams. Um, but it does sting a little bit every time he does have a you know a game like like he had this week. Um, but I'm I'm glad uh, you know he's bringing someone else joy, or at least um, you know hope for joy in the future. But like you said, it's his fourth year, and I think. I, I, if I would, if I would have been smart, like looking back at it now, I probably would have like looked at, okay, how long has it taken, you know, other receivers to break out and become, you know, their name to become like wide receiver one. Um, I should have done that and I didn't, but like I said, old news at this point and, um, yeah, Justin's got a gem. Well, I think Justin's uh, going to drop him mid season next year. <laughs> <laughs> so maybe there's hope. <laughs> Uh, worth noting that uh, Justin's current tight end, uh, Robert Tanyan, did have 40 yards and a touchdown himself. He's tight end three on the season, so 
Yeah. He's not doing too bad in that department, but Jesus, Darren Waller, the game of his life uh, when work uh, needed it most. Again, didn't really need it because of Castro's loss, but um, it certainly certainly did help him uh, as that night was coming to a close. Uh, Warwick held on to win 91.4 to 85.5. Uh, Justin had Lamar Jackson and Hollywood Brown. He did 40 points out of those two. He got 35, so he was pretty close. He was to, close. Uh, pulling off that comeback. Yeah, Lamar Jackson got in the red zone. I think it was in the uh, fourth quarter. There was probably like five minutes left of the mm-hmm. game, and uh, that was his chance to either run it in himself, maybe throw a touchdown and get really close, but uh, mm-hmm. he uh, didn't convert. I think they went for a field goal instead, so it helped Greg <laughs> out instead. And Yeah, uh, <laughs> oh, my God. That's right. We were watching the game. I said, if they don't score here, it's over, and then right. it was incomplete pass. Because it was a chip shot field goal, and Tucker had already missed missed one, which never happens, and exactly. we're going to get that miracle twice. Nope, no. Nope. We all so. we all saw it played out, and you know what? Ultimately, I think that's what's best for Justin because that loss uh, made helped him finish in seventh place. Seventh place. It really didn't change his order because he would have still been in seventh either way. So sorry, Justin, but. Uh, don't get flushed in the toilet bowl and, uh, you will be in the lottery. Oh, you know what? He is in eighth place. This hasn't updated where, um, where Castro got bumped out of the playoffs. So he's in eighth place. We'll have slightly better odds. Slightly better odds on that. Welcome to the toilet bowl, Justin. Welcome. And welcome to the playoffs for the first time. Work. Warwick. All right. All right, dude. If there wasn't enough drama around him and Scott for the past few weeks as they fought to get in, they will now be playing each other in their respective first playoff matchup. So one of them will have a better playoff record than Castro. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm waiting for Castro to come back and just fire away at us, man. We we got a – not a preview, but I guess a warning from Isaac when he was on last time, you know, saying, oh, my cousin on Sunday, he's he, – be ready. He's coming. So And here we are, Wednesday. Well, yeah, we're, we're still waiting, man. But but if he joins us, you know, on Friday or whenever we do this again next, I'm I'm waiting to see what he's going to come up with. Empty well, threats. To be, Empty threats. To be fair, I did talk to Castro after that we – uh, we posted that episode and he's like, yeah, I don't know what the fuck my cousin's talking about. <laughs> so, <laughs> I think he's a uh, surprise as well. That being said, shit, Jose, you're safe this week. You just get to sit back and watch and hope your players don't get injured. I am going up against Fonz. It would have been Castro had we not changed the rules this year, but because Fonz uh, survived the points differential, spoiler alert, I'm now going up against Fonz and uh, we'll preview that matchup on the next episode on friday but i am not feeling i'm not feeling great about the early projections that have come out oh really so you think my brother okay yeah again we'll get to it but i i said it like three times last episode when i re-listened that i have bad matchups that's why i wanted to pass miller so badly that's Um, right both my all three of my running backs were playing against top five defenses so um i got i got some uh I need some luck to come my way, pretty much. But we'll uh, we'll talk about that next show. For now, let's move on to the next matchup, which was Michelle versus Fonz. Um, <laughs> we talked about how Michelle really had nothing to lose or play for, and um, we did want her to set a lineup, and that she did. Now, while she technically didn't have anything to 
lose or play for as far as the standings went, she did make a personal side bet with Fonz. Oh. Where they bet on lunch. And um Fonz and I were out getting an afternoon workout and it was like uh, it was like one o'clock or two o'clock or something like that. And Michelle comes out and just says I want to go back to not caring about this league and hoping that I lose because I am too fucking stressed about all these things that are happening throughout the day. She's watching her players with more care and intent than she had for the last like seven weeks of the season. And as they weren't doing anything and as Fonz's players were starting to perform, it just stressed her out. And uh, one of the biggest stressors was Baker Mayfield putting up, I think he had over 20 his best game of the year was 27 points and he did not do that often and um yeah his best game of the year was 29 points he had only broken 20 once and it was that game in this game he had 27 at halftime so uh she was kind of losing her mind as uh he decided to have the best game of his life turned out not to matter much because he only had one point in the second half finished the 28 and her jared goff finished the 24 not killer what really got her was um Aaron Jones, Logan Thomas, Harrison Butker, which she got upset about the kickers. <laughs> she wants she wants to vote with Warwick now as far as getting rid of him. Nope, not happening. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, your degree would just become useless. Uh, that's where a large majority of uh, Fonz's points come, came from. So final score, Michelle, 82 uh, Fonz, 99.6. He won by 17. And with his uh, with his ability to cover the points gap and make sure he had more than uh, Castro, he now slides into the sixth spot, booting Castro out to the seventh. And he has the honors of playing me, who finished in the third um, overall. And he's getting me on a good week. Again, we'll preview it, but um, I do not have the best matchups, and he has some pretty good ones. So that one is going to be closer than uh, I think most people realize. So my brother gets a free lunch, is what you're saying? Oh I'm yeah, Chick Fil A. I don't know if uh, I don't Chick Fil A. What? There yet. was a no. Do you triple meat? Come on. <laughs> <laughs> that's a Vegas. That's a Vegas only menu item. Triple meat. Watch. <laughs> Uh, so yeah, I don't know if he's cashed it in just yet, but maybe I'll have him order double so I can get, I can get a second. So you can get it. <laughs> you bitch. You didn't earn it. Didn't. Go, go sure I, did. I, I lit the fire under both of them. The fuck up. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so yeah, Michelle again, locked up last place. She's going to have a first round by next round and, uh, try not to lose out. If Michelle loses her next two games, she will get flushed. And uh, she'll only lose one ball, which will tie her with uh, Isaac. But, it, you know, any edge you can get in that thing you want because uh, lotteries aren't a guarantee. That's why we do the lottery system. So, um, yep, she'll come back. Or we'll see her in the toilet bowl in a couple weeks. Fonz uh, will be meeting me in the first round of the playoffs. Uh, Justin Herbert had his worst game of the year, which Bill Belichick just does to rookies. Yeah, Aaron Jones broke off a big touchdown. He gave him 20. Gallman has been pretty steady. Gave him another 13.5. Quiet day from the receivers. Logan Thomas, nine catches for 100 yards in the touchdown. Um, He's been doing well. Yeah. Kicker, 17. Colts defense, 12. He's, uh, yeah. I think 
I glance at our projections, and if none of us really touches anything, we're almost dead even. So next week's going to be tough. Mm. You sound scared, dude. Yeah, I, I did not want to play this week. I've been saying that for weeks. <laughs> did not want it. Not want my brother, it. Uh, my was, brother needs to conquer this and just come in with the biggest confidence, and just be like, I just yeah. I hope he does. <laughs> we'll see. Can I just say, Fonz's record is five and eight. Is the sixth sixth seed in the playoffs. I know of a guy, know of oh, a guy come on. who also come on, had yeah. a five and eight record. Came into the playoff, came into the postseason <laughs> with a uh, at the sixth seed and won it all. So I, I think. I think Fonz, like, you know, before this week was counting himself out, like, oh, it's not going to happen. I'm not going to, you know, whatever. I don't know what I'm playing for. But, with, I mean, he he could do it. Anything's possible. Is this because of Corey Davis? Is this why you're doing this? <laughs> Slightly, yeah. When you made that comment, I was like, you know, why are you saying sorry to me? I, didn't, I wasn't about to talk. Like, no reason. And I was I was looking at the data, some, some of the uh, my data, and I was – here you met bring up Corey Davis, and that's when I gave you that side <laughs> eye. Like, really? And you've been stewing ever since. Well, what's it do? <laughs> um, well, yeah, that's it for those two. God, we are really going through these pretty slow. This is, I feel like it's my fault. I move it slowly on this. I thought like, oh, last matchup, but it is not. I still have, we haven't talked about. It. Let's get rid of mine because I don't really care about mine. I played Isaac. Uh, I thought I would win. I did win. Turns out though, Isaac won um, worst manager though, because he had the potential to put up 122 points. I beat him 112 to 82, uh, which was a 30-point differential there. You like that quick math, William? Huh? He no. uh, he sat Ryan Tannehill, which would have given him <laughs> plus six over Cousins. Tannehill had 27. Cam Akers had 15. Kiki QT had 14. Brandon Ayuk had 15. LaVisca Chenault had 12. They were all on his bench. Um so it could have had a much bigger day. Instead, I faced the likes of Ryan Suckup, who was on bye. Gio Bernard, who had two. Michael Pittman had four. Calvin Ridley, you got to start Calvin Ridley. Austin Eckler, Mr. Eckler, 6.8, returned back down to earth. Trash. He did have nine targets again, though. But, I mean, again, that was the New England game. You can kind of throw that one out. It was a 45-0 beatdown. <laughs> uh, oh, oh he did only have 6.8 points i was i was nodding my head over here like that's fucking right <laughs> show that show that man some respect and and then i look at his his totals and i'm like yeah oh, what's shit. up now dude such a good trade <laughs> sitting over there pretty uh, with Devonte adams <laughs> Jeez. uh not a ton to break down on my side except that i think i i i can't use miles sanders anymore the whole philadelphia offense is just completely inept I got away with him only getting three points, but you just—I don't—I don't think I can use him. I can't use the guy. Um, now that you Philly. said that, he's going to go off next week. I'm sure he will. <laughs> sure he will. The other piece, the other note, and Castro hasn't been on for me to have this argument with him, but I mentioned a few episodes back that I've been giving him shit, saying Justin Jefferson is better than DeAndre Hopkins. Yeah, even though he's not the number one on his team, he doesn't get nearly the same amount of targets or nearly the snap percentage, and he's a rookie who had no mm-hmm. preseason. Well, at the time, Hopkins uh, led Jefferson because, of course, he did. He had more yards and more catches and blah, blah, blah. Um, But coming into today, Justin Jefferson, after his 121-yard, one-touchdown performance, uh, leads 
not only DeAndre Hopkins, but his touchdown scoring teammate, Adam Thielen, among wide receivers scoring for the entire season. Are we going to do this all, all episode? <laughs> I'm just going to shot for shot? And... Uh, all right. Get okay. it, fact, Get it. In fact, Tyreek Hill, Devontae Adams, DK Metcalf. That's it. That's the list. That those are the guys who have more points than Justin Jefferson on the season. So suck on that, Castro. <laughs> I was waiting for Deez to say something. <laughs> <laughs> well, he's got one of those guys that I named. <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> <laughs> um, the respect was shown, so I didn't. I didn't need to say anything. Got it. Got it. So yeah, uh, the fact that in a in a run heavy offense, the fact that Justin Jefferson and Adam Thielen are the number four and number five receivers is is an anomaly i don't understand it well i i need to look back and I, maybe this is just kind of rhetorical but I, I wonder um if like uh adam thielen and stefan stefan Diggs, mm-hmm. like do they have that they have those kind of finishes sure. um i know i, I would i would you know imagine like week to week or, or or whatever but i don't i don't think it's ever been this close uh for two two guys on the same team or like making it in the top five sure and like I said, I mean the fact they have Dalvin Cook, who's number one at his own position. It just, I don't know Minnesota to be that, and they're not that good. What are they like the six and seven on the year or something like that? It's just, it's, I, I don't get it, but uh, I will take it. I know you'll take it as well because every time they're in the red zone, Cousins loves to look for Thielen. Just a a touchdown hog down there, and with any luck, maybe they'll play each other uh, in the coming rounds if I'm still alive at that point. But all that just to say. Uh, Take that, Castro. Hopkins sucks. <laughs> doesn't <laughs> suck. Doesn't suck, but he just doesn't score. And actually, this will unpack a longer conversation, but uh, we got into the whole PPR thing because if it was a PPR league, Hopkins has like 30 more catches than, than Jefferson. He just uh, doesn't do as much with them. So uh, we can get into that later. This episode's already going kind of long. So I'll move off of mine. I will see Fonz next week. Isaac has a first run by in the toilet bowl. And we'll uh, try not to lose his last two to to keep from hurting his lottery odds, which brings us to our final match of the week, Jose. You faced off against Miller in the team, in the matchup, maybe even a finals preview. Um, But the game you were playing was trying to tie him uh, in overall win-loss for the entire history of the dynasty. Yeah, that's all I was playing for. So, uh, pr- pretty pretty pissed about that one. I I think at like a, a few points, I just I was like, ah, like you know, you have the first first round by secured. Like you don't need to look at this. And then I kept going back to my matchup, kept going back to my matchup to make sure I would stay ahead. And um, I think I knew, you know, uh, pretty well that I wasn't go- wasn't going to win going into Sunday night. Just seeing how you know what my projection could have been or would have been um, had I started a few few of my other guys but but yeah that's what I was playing for um is to lead the league in in most wins and and highest win percentage um also like looking at this like the the race to 50 wins um obviously Miller's now at the top 48 wins I'm right behind him 46 um there there was there is legit like I that's what I want to do now is like somehow next season try to surpass Miller Hmm. and get to 50 before anyone else and I'll probably do that every, you know, in, in increments of 10. But that's what I was playing for, man. And it didn't happen. Didn't happen uh, largely because Derrick Henry, I, I didn't look at his history, but is this 
This was his worst Second lowest. Game. I don't Second think it's lowest. his lowest. Uh, yeah. Is that so? I think he put up two. I th- I last time I thought he had like a two fantasy points uh, day. I see six point eight in week nine against Chicago, but that's it. That's it. I don't know. Oh, maybe ever. I don't know if you mean last season, but um, this season looks like that was his worst game of the year so far, points wise. Oh, look at that! You're right. You're right. Which, if you're gonna if you're gonna have it, you're you know you're glad it happened now in a week where you had already kind of locked everything up. And uh, looking at his schedule, my God, he gets the Lions and Packers in uh, weeks 15 and 16, and those are the teams that Dalvin Cook exploded against when he had that 44 point game and 38 point game back to back. So that is going to be a scary matchup for whoever uh, runs into those weeks. Yeah, can we just not talk about Derrick Henry anymore? Thanks. <laughs> I just uh, you know I don't I don't. I don't want to get my hopes up. I don't want to put it out there. Uh, but yeah. You want to know, you want my bold prediction right now, dude, or you want it later? Let's hear it. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I will take them off your back since you were disappointed with them this week. I'll give you a third rounder, dude. Huh? You have the worst trade proposals <laughs> I've ever seen. Sounds sounds good. Let's put and, it in the toll. And I follow a the poll. bad bad fantasy football trades subreddit. So that that says a lot. Oh yeah, dude. That's cool. That's cool, bro. <laughs> I wanted to let that play out. Uh Miller was not having a great day. In fact, I thought I had a real shot of beating him by those thirty five points I needed. Um, especially when I caught that he started mm-hmm. two tight ends. He had Kelsey, which is a, a super tight end to be fair. But when he didn't have to, he started another tight end, Anthony Ferkser for the Titans. Um didn't make oh, yeah. a lot of sense to me because he had Todd Gurley. Gurley had a bad game. Uh, Zach Moss. Zach Moss had a bad game. <laughs> and um, But Amari Cooper, Jamison Crowder, they each had 11 and 16. Ferk, Ferkser, Ferkser uh, ended up not having a terrible game, uh, 5 for 51, so he was there. But it just really surprised me. Then his uh, kicker only gave him two, and I was like, holy hell. This and Devontae Parker gave him uh, 3.5, and... I was like, man, this might actually be doable. And then the moment I thought that I turned on the Broncos game, the first play I see, Melvin Gordon breaks off a 60-yard run. I'm like, why the fuck (laughs) did I even turn this thing on? So uh, not too long after that, Tyreek Hill gets a bomb. I I was told, I stopped watching, but I'm told that he had scored a touchdown or he was about to score a touchdown, stopped on the one-yard line and backflipped into the end zone. Did you guys watch that? I did it. I I thought that was – I didn't see that, but I thought – so he either did that in like this game and last week. So he's either done that in back-to-back games or – like I, I. but I thought that was last week and this week he had like a dropped or incomplete catch in the in, in the end zone when it looked like it was oh, something else. Oh, that's what it was. Yes, they – and they didn't uh, – they said it was incomplete, but they didn't, they didn't challenge it. And they could mm-hmm. have – and when they challenged – because they were looking at the replay and at first it looked like Tyreek Hill dropped it. But, like, it just literally the ball fell in his hand. It didn't touch the ground. It fell in his hand in the end zone. And he technically still caught the ball. But they didn't challenge it. It would have been a touchdown. So they just ruled it incomplete. Tyreek Hill has a touchdown wiped away. Still the number one receiver on the year. Finished with uh, eight points on the day. But, yeah, that backfield play, it was Fonz giving me the play-by-play. So I guess it's possible that... It could have happened the week before, and he didn't notice it was a, a replay. It definitely happened last week, for sure. I I don't know if it did happen this week. I I don't know. Yeah, I didn't see a backflip this week. 
Thanks, Fonz. <laughs> right. good, good job, man. <laughs> you make me look like a fool. <laughs> he was dreaming. He was dreaming about last week's play, and then told you about that. <laughs> uh, yeah. Well, that happened, and then Josh Allen happened on Monday night. I was like, maybe he'll have like a twelve-point game. Well, no, he had a thirty-point game, and completely erased uh, that edge I had on him, along with uh, barely edging you out, Jose, ninety-six to ninety-four leaving you guys to split your season series uh, one-to-one after you got him in week two, I believe. Um, but yeah, again, this is uh, mostly just just kind of flexing between you two because each of you is going to have your first round by next week. You get to just sit back and watch another week of football unfold with no stress. Yeah, no, it's going to be glorious. I, uh, you know, to be completely transparent, I, I take blood pressure medication. I actually ran out of um, medication a couple <laughs> weeks back. Um, haven't really, you know, had any episodes or felt the need that I need to control my blood pressure. But I know uh, I should probably go grab that in the next week or so before round two hits. And, and you know, I'll, it'll be nail biters all over. So, um, yeah, no, that's uh, you're right. Get to get to sit pretty this first round and, and, and watch everything else unfold. And, you know, I guess be nervous for everyone else, but not my team. That's your team. God, uh, I, you just hit me with a bunch of reality. Like slowly there's going to be these little signifiers that this league is getting older in general. And we're like, ah, oh, you know, that's, uh, that game starts at seven. I don't think I'm going to be awake past nine thirty. So it's just little things going to keep happening. That show us, uh, we, we ain't so young anymore. <laughs> I'm with you. Well, all right. Well, that finally wraps it up. Uh, I feel like I rambled a little bit too long on some of these, but um, we are out of games to talk about. Once again, next week's matchups uh, two games in the toilet bowl and two games in the playoffs. So only eight teams in action. Four will be on by just watching. So only eight games. I'm sorry, only. Um, four games to preview next week. Is that right? Yeah, eight teams, four games. Yeah? Yep. yeah my, I'm barely hanging on here. Brain shutting down. Only uh, only four games to preview next week, so that episode might go a little bit faster, but with any luck, we'll have this uh, awards thing sorted out. We can talk about that. Uh, you know, we talked about having Miller on this, uh, this next episode, but... Since he's on by, maybe it's not the most exciting thing. Um, I might look to see if your brother wants to come back to preview our game. Yeah, I thought Miller said he was going to be like not available to do the podcast until the championship. Uh, uh, he was. Is what he, uh, he was. Said. He was joking. He was just being Miller. Fuck you, fuck you, Miller. There you go. <laughs> your jokes are not received well, Miller. <laughs> <laughs> I want you on here. All right. Well. I uh, I am ready to go. I'm ready to call it. But um, anything else you guys want? You got the you have the floor. No, nothing for me. Good good job, everyone. Um, great regular season. Um, I'm looking forward to the postseason and the off season and all the festivities that come along with. So um, you know, for those who made the playoffs, good luck. Um, for those who didn't, best of luck next year. <laughs> That's all I got. I'll be back next year, all right? You say that every year. I'll be back next year. Okay? It'll eventually be See right. you in the playoffs next year. Well, the yeah. the last time you were in the playoffs, we had, we had a different president. Obama held office. Oh, that's cool, bro. It's a great fact to know, bitch. 
All right. Well, I forgot to say my name again. I just remembered. So better luck uh, next episode on that one. But for myself and Jose, we'll be back uh, in a couple days to preview those four uh, playoff-ish matchups. But yeah, with that, William. Peace. Big Willie signing out. See you. Oh, you're so not excited. So not excited. <laughs> the season's over. <laughs> Whatever. Fuck you. <laughs> Later. Later.